They want me to change, but I ain't changing. Nah. I remain the same. And you are now tuned in to another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. Brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And as always, on the mighty, 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 mighty Nerve DJs Radio Network. Shout out to the Triple OG, uh, DJ Johnny O. Shout out to Big Hef. Shout out to DJ Squirt. Shout out to the Human T-Rex. The whole family. Um, I am Jobs and I am your host of Intellectually Petty Radio. As usual, I am here at 7 p.m. on a Thursday. It's been this way for years. You know, I was sitting back today thinking, like, you know, I've got a resume that's ridiculous. I've talked to a thousand gazillion different dope people. Um, what is it about me? Am I boring? Am I am I just uninteresting? What is it about me that has just not caught on? Why am I not viral or the super popular podcast? And a couple of things. When it's your time, it's your time. And I remember Omar McIntyre telling me years ago when I first started doing this shit, man, don't look at the numbers. And that's a hard thing not to do, but I truly, truly understand that. And that was some phenomenal advice. Another thing is sometimes I tend to, I have an unusual view of things in a lot of instances. And I'll hold back on my honesty completely I don't know if it's fear of of my people ba being bashed being not liked I've always been a people pleaser and sometimes that gets the, gets in the way of your honesty and it's not that I'm lying it's just that I may not say completely how I'm feeling about certain things and in a, certain, in, in a certain aspect, that's a good thing that you self-check because not everything that you think should come to light. Um, but in other instances, it's a bad thing because you're constantly thinking as opposed to feeling and doing. And, you know, when I first started doing the podcasting, it wasn't even called podcasting. To be quite honest, I was on blog talk. Um, and it was very, very, very few people doing it. And now it's like every other household has a podcast, literally. Um, people have budgets that are astronomical. They have teams behind them that are astronomical. They have uh, platforms that have been built for them. And I'm not mad at any of that. You know, like if you can get yourself in an advantageous situation, you should. I don't think that you should sell out, sell your morality, sell your soul, um, and keep your integrity intact. I think that's a difficult, becoming more and more difficult um, to do in this society, and, and especially when you're doing podcasting. And my bad, I'm just waiting on Willie J. Peso to, to tap in. Um, but I mean, like, look, look at a, uh, look at Sexy Red for 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 instance. Now here's somebody who made a whole song about her booty hole being brown and all this other crazy ridiculous shit that you know I I am not a fan of to be quite honest. 
However, somehow uh, her sex tape was leaked again. This is the second time it's been accidentally leaked. And people are literally bashing her because apparently she's not freaky enough in real life. How sad that is. The, the, the state of where we are, where somebody's intimate moment is being critiqued because of them, because of their behavior. And hold on, let me let me uh get off my soapbox because we we got the king in, in the building right now, man. Um, and if you have not gone through this brother's catalog, I recommend that you go down that wormhole. When I say phenomenal, I mean brother's got songs from with everybody from Styles P to Devin the Dude. Uh, he. He doesn't need guest stars. Like he's definitely in his own lane. Um, think for old heads, Suave House, for new 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 uh, people. I don't even know a good adequate representation. The nigga's just dope, and we're not even gonna talk about the weed. Let me get Willie J Peso in here real quick. What's going on, bro? What's up, brother? <laughs> yeah. What's going on, trap man? Down. Man, closing the trap down. I apologize for my tiredness, man. But you know the work don't never stop. So hey, do me one favor. Just turn your phone to the side. Turn it to the side. Got you. Mm -hmm. Is that better? Uh, we'll know in a second. Nope. You should just turn to the side. Now it's just. <laughs> no, I'm trying to get the landscape view. I got you. Give me two seconds. We're gonna figure it out. Oh, what you smoking on, bro? I'm smoking on some giraffe. Yo, um, speaking of that, since 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 I, I I didn't brought it up already, I reached out to to the the most weed connoisseur person that I have known my whole life, my cousin A One. Okay, shout out to A One. Damn. Shout, shout out to A One. And now let me go landscape, bro. Let me figure out, see if I gotta do something else. Yeah, sometimes our shit be locked. I don't. Somebody, somebody explained it to me how to unlock that shit. I don't know, bro. I'm old. I, I didn't forget. I'm, I'm gonna figure it out. Give me two seconds. Yo, but nope. if you are in the city of Detroit and you are a, a weed connoisseur, a, a, and you don't know who A One is, I don't really trust who your your, your weed connoisseur is. Yeah, they not they not too good if they doing that. Yeah. But he was like, man, that giraffe shit is the real deal. And I don't, I don't hear that too often. I'm like, okay, when I say, when you say, he said that 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 giraffe, that's the, that's the, that's the shit right there. So shout out to that. That plug right there means something to me, bro. Like, can you hear me, bro? I can hear you. Oh, okay. Fuck uh, it, no, man. That's, that, uh, yeah. yeah, that shit ain't working. Okay, yeah, I was just trying to see if I can help it out. I tried everything I could. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just got to let it go, let it go. Yo, yes, uh, at what point did you say, I, I want my own strand? How long ago? Well, I'm be honest with you, bro. It was a real blessing. I didn't never ask for my own strand. They came to me. Really? Yeah, so I was just doing my thing with the music and the merchandise, and my partner brought me um, to the table with Heavyweight Heads, and they... Wanted to do a collaboration on merchandise and it, because I had this Sativa Indica hybrid merch going on, which mm -hmm. goes right along with, you know, the 
the weed strands. Yeah. So it was like, well, since we're going to do this collaboration with the merchandise, we need to give you an indica sativa and a hybrid to go along with the merch that we're going to put out. So I got the pheno hunt and I got the pick. And it just so happens that I have a good nose, you know, and I like what I like to pick <laughs> the draft here. Because I could have picked something else. But this is something that they pheno hunted. And I feel like after smoking it, tasting it, the effects, you know, it was a process. I was like, this is the one for me. This is my first one. This is going to be my indica. And it's, yeah. it just continuously keeps growing. What's pheno hunted? So pheno hunt is where you take a bunch of seeds and you'll grow them. But mm-hmm. the beauty about cannabis is there's no real plant that's going to be exactly the same. Uh, so when you go through this phenol hunting process, you might get a hundred different plants, depending on how many seeds you get. And some might be more gassy. Some might have more flavor. Some might have more color. Some might be dull and don't produce at all. Uh, so I got to smoke a bunch of different, we'll say giraffes. And I picked this particular one to be what we call the giraffe head. First, first, first one you hit, not, not of this. Just the first time you smoke weed. Mm-hmm. Studio. Where were you? Studio. Studio. Uh, shit, I felt it in my whole body. <laughs> whole body. It's a body high for real, for real. I've been there, man. Uh, <laughs> how long was you stuck though? Wasn't really stuck because we was recording, but I, I mean, I got high. I definitely got high for the very first time. Uh, it, it was something I didn't do a lot at first. And mm-hmm. I just, you know, I was young. I would be below the uh, the age to to participate in, in doing what I was doing at the time. So I don't, you know, encourage any kids to do it before the time is right. I don't condone kids smoking weed or using drugs. Uh, but, you know, growing up in a certain environment, you experience things differently. Especially yeah. as a black man. Man. Where you from, by the way? So I'm from Detroit, from Detroit, Michigan. Uh whole family west side. I do a lot of business on the east side as well. So I just say I'm from Detroit. West side, what part though? Uh Livinois. Livinois. Okay. Santa Rosa. I grew up on Seven Mile and Southfield. What up? Okay. For sure. What up though? I love Seven Mile. You know what oh. I'm saying? How could you not, so, nigga? I love it. I love Seven Mile. <laughs> I love Detroit. I love Detroit. It's no part of Detroit I don't love. Uh, yeah, some parts that I, don't, I ain't fucking with, man. Man, Detroit been good to me. Detroit's been good to me, man. I'm not even gonna lie, but there's still some parts of Detroit I'm not going through. <laughs> oh man, I got to touch them all. I got to touch them all. You know, it's all about building the community up, and I think with with the things that I work with, the music, the merchandise, and the Mary Jane, especially the Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. It breaks stigmas. It, it breaks, and it's a, a a gap bridge. It builds bridges for all people. All walks of life can relate to using or selling cannabis. And I can see the downside and the good side of that, too. Let, let, let's take it back to the music, though. Sure. When did you really get interested in, in being an MC? MC started from growing up going to church with my mother, my grandmother, you know, being around music on Sundays, Saturdays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, you know, we was in the church heavy. And 
I I can't sing. I think I can sing, but I can't sing. So <laughs> as a kid growing up, my grandfather and my other grandmother, I wasn't a a, a playful kid. Like cartoons and and recess and sports. Sports cool a little bit. We we used to hoop a little bit, but I ain't like doing that. I like to watch MTV and BET. I wanted to see somebody rap. I wanted to see some booty shake. That's what I was looking at as a kid. Put the music videos on. That's what I want to watch. So growing up, looking at MC Hammer, then, you know, changing to, you know, Dog Pound and uh, uh, No Limit. And then, you know, the whole Rockefeller, Dipset era, and then Eminem and, and Dr. Dre. This is what I was growing up looking up to. So... I wanted to be like that. By the time I was 12, I was writing my own raps, trying to see how I could, you know, be creative. I was always uh, creative. It used to be more art, like drawing and stuff, but mm -hmm. it went, it changed from art to writing lyrics. You know what I'm saying? I just, as I got older, I wanted to write my lyrics. I had something I wanted to say. So by the time I hit high school, I was already recording myself. Thanks to my mama. Shout out to mom. She bought me a little, you know, microphone and recording setup. So we was doing that's that in dope. the house. Yeah, that's fucking so I, dope. Yeah, yeah that's very, real very dope. dope. Most moms very ain't doing dope. that shit. Yeah, no, you know, and Pops wasn't fucking with it. Fuck that shit. Get a job. It, it, it wasn't until I was like, really, I ain't had no job. And I was sustaining life and I'm living, you know, good. Taking care of what I need to take care of, taking care of my kids. To, before he was like, "Damn, you still doing that shit?" Oh, okay, that shit must be doing so. Really, it was around the time I got my own weed for rapping. When okay. he was like, "All right, okay, I can, I get it, I get it. You hustling. <laughs> I don't get the rap shit, but you hustling. I understand that." So pops is good now. He's good now. Pops good now. <laughs> he he gives he gives give me. He's all. I'm be honest with you as a dad, as a dad, to look at my father. He always been good, cause shit, the niggas look out for me and take care of what I need to take care of. If it's watching his grandkids, you know what I'm saying, so I can go do shit. So he good, but you know how pops is. They gonna yeah. talk they shit. They gonna yeah. say what the fuck they gotta say. I learned quick. All right, you say what you gonna say. Let me go do what I gotta do. You might not agree with your kids' decision, but you riding with your kids. We got you gonna ride with them. You gonna ride with them as long as they ain't doing no stupid shit. He just don't yeah. want to be doing no stupid shit, and I respect Yo. that. Man, I got adult daughters. Ooh, well, man, I ain't got to the adult part yet, but I got two girls, so I understand. Nigga. Yeah, it's, man. You know what, though? It, it, especially as a man with, you know, a, 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 a girl dad, you realize the beauty even more so when they grow. Really? I can see yeah. that. When they start looking that. out for you and shit, like, okay, yeah. well. well you know, like, long as you good, are you good? You know, like, okay, well, blah, 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 blah. You know, kind of like making sure that you are right. It's, it's like the tables turn a little bit. And, and you sure. see how much your daughter's really riding with you. I always tell people, man, I'm thankful for having girls because it lets me know I got more love. I'm filled with love. You know, that's what girls going to bring to the table. They they got that nurturing love. They It's already in their DNA to be loving. So yeah. not only are they going to love their seeds, they're going to love where they came from. They're going to love their mothers. They're going to love their fathers, especially if you ain't a stupid person doing stupid yeah. shit and yeah. not taking care of your responsibilities. Yeah. 
As long as you're a good father, you, you, you gotta be good. a good father. Can't yeah. be an absent brother expect <laughs> to get any uh, gifts on Father's Day and Christmas. Nah, you ain't getting shit. Yeah, they will. Nah, damn <laughs> they will cut you the fuck off. Yo, um, yo, yo, I'm. I was trying. I don't know if you heard, but I was trying to get a good, adequate comparison to what you're doing on the mic, man. And okay. I heard you say something about the OGs. I wanted you to kind of finish that, man. What, oh, to, to the OGs. What you? What would? What would I? You know. Oh, uh, Suave House. I, I love that. I love that. MJ, A Ball. You know, yeah. they yes. they been 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 big inspirations to me. I love that sound. It it, it, it come from the from the church, from the gospel. I love that organ. I yeah. love that uh, UGK. That Outcast. You know, I love live instrumentation. That's the reason why my sound is kind of like that because I love to have a real bass line. I love to hear some real keys and a real guitar play or real horns in my music because I know that this shit ain't just started with rap. It's, it's deeper than rap. It go back a long, long, long time. And that's the vibrations that you just get when somebody putting their blood, sweat, and tears into playing them notes. Yeah, man. I'm, I was, man. Last week or so, man, I just really been just kind of immersed into the Willie J Peso. And matter of fact, I drove to Detroit yesterday and back, and uh, That's what's up. I'm listening. Somebody had a mix, nigga. I don't know who did this. This, uh, you know, a, a mix on YouTube. Okay. And, yo, like some of the shit they was playing, man, I never heard of. And they was heavy on the Dayton family too. I thought that was fucking okay. fire. You know. Okay. Um, but yo, nigga. Shout out like, to Flint. Shout out to Flint. I'm listening to your shit, and I'm like, this nigga does not miss. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Well, you know, we are officially uh, 10 years in professionally, really 11, but professionally, we about 11 years in, going on the 12th year, uh, 11 projects to date that we've put out. So it's growth. You know, you plant the seed and you watch it grow. I'm trying to be one of them tall, tall trees, you know? Nigga, trying to be. You already there, bro. How do you decide? Oh, you, oh, shit, man. Shit, thank you. Yo, how do you decide who you want to work with as far as, like, guest appearances? Based off the music I listen to and the crowd that uh, I'm already in. My music is made for myself and like-minded individuals. You know, people that love cannabis, that love working hard, getting to the bag, that's not on that fuck shit, out here doing things detrimental to the community or to their family. So I like to go with people that I can literally believe what the fuck they say in their raps when I'm when I'm working with them. You know, I, I don't I don't like that that uh don't pull the wool over my eyes. You know, it gotta be something that I can genuinely relate to. That's one thing, man. I noticed, man. I, I wasn't hearing a bunch of you killing niggas and We not killing know. niggas. I don't <laughs> I'll get that game. Shout out to everybody doing their thing. Shout out to all the steppers and gangsters out there. I know some real ones, but they don't talk about it. They be about it. Yeah, man. I, I had some, what, what is somebody? Uh, somebody Just the way I came up, man. People I'm around, those I respect, you know. We that's how it's with supposed honor. to be, though. We move with honor and code. You know, that's that's the gangster I know. It's an honor and it's a code, you know. Things, everything ain't got to be said. I ain't big on the brat, you know, like somebody on, on Instagram today was like, oh, so-and-so wasn't a gangster. The fuck they got to do with it? I mean, gangster is taking care of your family, man. Gangster is surviving these streets without stains and out telling on people and, and or, or, or stepping on somebody else. That's what's gangster to me. 
You know what I'm saying? A thief is a thief. You know, they ain't really necessarily gangster. You know, gangster is providing. Gangster is protecting. You know what I'm saying? Being loyal is gangster. Man. We're going we gonna to have to make that a clip, bro, because that's the really shit I ever heard. Thank you, bro. Nigga. Yo, uh, <laughs> for real, nigga. I, I'm just... I will say one thing, uh, the Styles P one, were you in the studio with him? Hell yeah. That came about, rest in peace, my brother, Big Tree. Uh, we have a function that we used to do called the OMS Dab House, where a bunch of weed heads would get together and trade our best weed cards. And uh, being that Styles P is a weed head himself, and my brother, he'd been in the music game for a while. He brought him through to the Dab House, and I had some good weed available so i let them see it and things was good i said let's get in the studio we made that happen man that's crazy yo and i i, I uh they're my brothers though shout out to jada kiss shout out to sheep shout out to the whole d block the locks you know i got i got a lot of love for them and they got a lot of love for me yo they might be the most honest niggas in the game yes sir i i and that's that's why i work with people that i i'm inspired and motivated by I look up to their career and where they came from and where they at now. You know, they're my big bros. So if they can do it, I can do it too. What's hip hop in Detroit? Where did that start for you? What artists? Mm. To be technical, it would probably be Jay Dilla as a producer for Rockefeller. That's where it it would start for me producing records with Kanye and Common and all them, that Jay Dilla. And then it go to Eminem. I ain't gonna lie. It go to M. And then at the same time with M, it's the Street Lords and the Cheddar Boys. And Rock Bottom. And Rock Bottom. I'll, I ask everybody from the city. Uh, the Street Lords. Uh, and shit, I ain't gonna lie. Tone Tone. Nigga, Tone Tone been putting in. And still, like Tone Tone getting better. When you say like where hip hop started for me, that's that's the the John Drama, you know what I'm saying, Big Gov, them them type of artists uh, on the underground scene, Seven the General, you feel me? But main the mainstream shit would be starting with Dillard and M, you know what I'm saying, Trick, uh Blade, Whole Street Lords, Eastside Cheddar Boys, you know what I'm saying, Big Hurt. Yo, that, that, yeah. That nigga is for me is my is the goat for me. Big hurt. And then, yeah, big hurt know, for sure. Like yeah. that nigga, like especially on your A game, ain't nobody better than Big Hurt, respectfully. Big Hurt definitely a legend in Detroit music. Yeah, man, nigga does not get the credit that he deserves. Well, okay, so the Cheddar Boys or Rock Bottom? Cheddar Boys. Proof or Obi Trice? Proof. I don't think that's. I don't. I think that's unfair to Obi. Yeah, I mean, very unfair. Come on now. You, I yeah, mean, you, could, you did that. I, just, <laughs> I did that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, <laughs> I didn't. Oh, I didn't oh, think about that shit. Obi like doing that. his thing in Europe right now with Snoop. Is he? Yeah, he over there on tour with Snoop right now, getting it in. Just it's just Snoop that. and Obi right now, just on the really? tour in Europe. Yeah. Good for Obi, man. I thought that nigga just Obi disappeared. It's doing his thing, man. When you got something else coming out? Music. We're going to drop some new music, hopefully, uh, before the end of the year. 
I'm about to get in this bag where I do two, two a year. We dropped a giraffe friend in July on my grandmother's birthday, uh, July 21st. So I like to let it simmer. I don't want to overcook, you know what mm. I'm saying, and give people too much too fast. But we're going to try to give out something. I might come back with a Thanksgiving. we got Thanksgiving coming up soon. You know, holiday, say the trees. It's the five-year anniversary for my video game I got on Xbox. So I think I might do an EP to, you know, Oh, you got a video game, nigga? I got a free download video game. I mean, you don't even got to spend no money. You already spent the money with Microsoft. Just go get Willie J. Peso presents Say the Trees. It's a very good game. It's the perfect game to play when you're smoking weed and you just want to have some fun with the friends and the family. And it's not easy. It's only three levels. Three levels to see if you can stay away from the cops, the robbers, and the government. Yeah, I got I, I to gotta try that shit out. Nah, nigga. Yep. Yo, Willie you got J. a concert coming up in Cleveland this weekend, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I know because I, I live in Cleveland currently. So you going to be there? Well, shit. Can I can I show up? I don't even smoke no more, though, man. I don't know. If it's I okay. It, I mean, we in Cleveland. I, I don't know if there's going to be any smoking. I can't Come say on, that man. there's going to be any smoking in, yeah, in any up. Cleveland shows. I just know I'm going to be there. <laughs> If you go be there, nigga, I'm just going But I'm saying, I cannot <laughs> confirm or deny if there will be any smoking in Cleveland. I'm going to be there. I got you. Yo, where, where, where is the show? The flyer, even easier. The link is in my bio on my Instagram. I don't want to get the line. Uh, shout out to Shway Papers. That's who putting the event together. But if you hit the link in my bio of my Instagram, the only Willie J. Peso Instagram. I got to tell people out there because it's a lot of fakes. They scamming me, bro. They want to be like me. The sauces, it's, it's cooking. It's high. I got the heat. And, and I don't know why. I got all these people that want to make fake pages. And I want to be just, Willie. I had to look it up. So uh, it's, this, it's this Saturday, October the 7th at Connect Studios. 2302 yep. Hamilton Avenue, 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to make sure I got that shit out there so people are dope. For sure. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. But just tell them, follow me on Instagram. Link in my bio for tickets. You know. What 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 comes first? Weed or music? Music. Music is the core. But weed is very close. <laughs> weed is very close. <laughs> But the core is music. I am a, a musician, an artist first that loves to consume cannabis. I I am a connoisseur of cannabis. I'm a weed snob. This is my lifestyle. I use it daily. But in my heart, I want to be an artist. Yo, weed snobs, man. Y'all hey, niggas, man. I hate y'all. Don't hate us. I we hate just prefer snobs, to put man. quality in our body. You know what, though? Like, like that's an old nigga. Like I remember buying a bag where it was, you know, so I'm one third you, of as an OG, right? Uh huh. Do you want to do it again? Uh, not with this shit. No, it's too much. Exactly. That's what being a weed snob is. You learn that there are options. You can go get that brick weed. 
that booth that, you know, only your cousin got because he got a plug for something else and they just threw that in on the truck. So he just want to get it off. He Why you got to disrespect the brick weed, though? I'm that just sh- saying. That shit got the, you to where you this, at now, nigga. This is for the culture. But it didn't get... It didn't get the young new smoker. They don't need the brick weed because the brick weed might be with the other shit that might be hurting people. So you don't want that. You want some quality. You want to know who you're getting your product from. You want to know if they tested it or they tested it on themselves. One of the two. If you ain't going to smoke it first, I don't want to smoke it. That's one of my big things, man. I want some quality product. Something that's good for the mind, body, and the spirit. That's why we smoke the herb. Do you think that uh, that that it is there going to be a limit? Like, is it is it at some point too much? That's like asking a person if it, a such thing is too much sunlight, too much water, too much food. That's your discretion. You gotta have discernment. For me, I know my limits, and I try to stay near or higher than my limits. Uh, but <laughs> that's my life. I live. It's, it's, it ain't for everybody. You a wild nigga, bro. I can hotbox my ride and feel comfortable. I'm gonna light another one. Somebody else might be like, "Oh boy, you smoking? This is just a nightcap. We just got out the trap, and we about to, you know, go on to our next place of business." All right. Who who's next as far as uh features? Um. I got some stuff in the works with Vezo. I ain't put out yet. Icewear Vezo. I got some stuff I'm working on. Some new stuff with Yuck Mouth. Got some new stuff I'm working on with Smoke Dizzle. Um, a lot of artists here in the city of Detroit I'm working with. Me and Eastside Rhea. We got a bunch of songs we ain't put out. Some new artists like me and Baby Ablo. We got some music we, we still haven't dropped yet. So it's music in the chamber ready to come out. And I got a, a list of people I would love to work with in the future. Like who? who, who who's at the top of that list? Where Where's well, the you and Snoop one? When it happens, it's going to happen organically. You know, it's, it's in the near future. You know, I would love to make that happen sooner than later. But one thing you got to know about Big Cub, it ain't cheap. I'm sure that. That C star for not cheap. It's not <laughs> cheap. You got to have a bag to go work with your big brother and that's just because you're on a different level he don't sleep he worked very hard for what he got I feel you uh, so snoop is out there he in the top three uh, i would love to do a song with my uncle george clinton before he uh retires fully uh. that's 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 one of the things i want and third is because i'm i'm shooting for the stars i'm high energy right now uh I need the song with Erica Badu, Miss Badu, Mama Badu. Now that that would be the perfect joint for you right there. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's where I'm at with it. Snoop, Uncle George, and Mama Badu. Actually, that's probably uh That'd be an amazing song, right? That'd be an amazing show. Y'all heard it first, so when I dropped the, the lineup, y'all better get y'all tickets. I'm gonna put I think together. she's probably the most doable too. Like like as far as the song is concerned. Me and Uncle George got a good relationship. That's probably the more well. It's on him if he still want to do it. But yeah, I would love, I would love me and Miss Badu to do some music. That would be great. 
Yo. She got her own weed strain now. So and she's she's selling her box smells. That's the wildest yeah. shit. That, I've never yeah. heard that. That's she's crazy. an entrepreneur. I love it. She's working. She's working. Yeah, that, that's crazy though, right? <laughs> and, and, in today's society, you have to figure out new ways to get paid. Yeah. Uh, that that is true. We're in a recession, bro. I, I guess you Yeah, you ain't lying about it, that. It's, it's a few things that we all know. I don't know if, how many kids listen to the show, but I'm putting it like this. What she's selling, the smell of that will always sell. Well, pussy will always good. sell. I'm not there sure you go. You said it. it. I wasn't. I was Well. Fuck it. If you, if you watch it and you hear pussy and you ain't heard that before, stop watching. Okay. Well, that is a, a known fact that uh, sex sells. You know, it does. Uh, and it's always gonna sell. Yeah, it will. I'm thinking like, who would produce that though? I don't know. I don't know. I, I ain't got that deep into the ingredients or the uh, production of the <laughs> the incense candles, the scented candles. That's what they are, scented. Candles. I could also see you uh, on a joint with Scarface. That would be me and Scarface met this year. He's a good brother. I got uh, some mutual family between me and Scarface, uh, besides my brother Devin the Dude and all my H-Town homies, shout out to Houston, but I would love to do a song with Devin, the, uh, not Devin, but Scarface, Uncle Scar. Yeah, man, I got a chance to meet him uh, last year, I think it was. Good brother. And I want I want to do a song with uh, Bun B. That would be crazy, too. Yeah. That Bun would be B. crazy, too. MJG, A-Ball, I want a song with them, too, before it's over, you know. I'm looking, this is about collections. I, I do features to add to the collection. I'm like, oh yeah, I got that right there. You know, that's timeless. Oh, that's 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 why I'm still doing these interviews, man. And then yeah, I, for I, I sure. Don't shit, I don't make shit about it. It's like, okay, well, who can I? I need another notch. Who, what yeah. what legend can I it's get about, on my it's shit? It's about legacy. About legacy. You Facts. know what I'm saying? And we're all stars. There isn't, you know, really a star bigger than the other. It's just about when the stars cross paths. You know, you gotta get your shine on. I tell my daughter all the time, hey, hey, when when I die, then they, my my show is gonna pop. Hey, that's that's the unlikely truth. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I don't give a fuck because I've had some dope ass conversations with everybody from Chuck D to fucking Theo from the Huxtables. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Hey man, we we writing our books, Nigga. writing our books for those to follow, to pick up and learn from. What chapter are you on right now? Man, I'm in the prime of the infant stage of the prime. Infant stage, the, the very beginning. I ain't even got started yet, but I'm in the prime. We prime, we shining. We gonna claim it now, we shining now, but it's the infancy stage. It's the first day that y'all just heard on this show of, of Willie. So you know what I'm saying? It's gonna grow from here. I'm gonna be glowing and be like, damn, bro. So you gonna start? Are you gonna get into the uh, dispensary joint? So you gonna? Uh... Well, we in the dispensary. We just don't own them yet. You know, we gonna definitely get us some uh, percentages and some equity in some dispensaries. Uh, absolutely, I want equity in every stage of the game. As many businesses like been, I can own. You look like you've been on top of your shit. Like you know, out when you when you get through the smoke. As far as like the uh, the actual concrete 
get down to the business. You you've been on your shit for a minute. Like where did, did you just was born that way, or or was did you have like a mentor, somebody that kind of shows you the game? Yes, I was born this way. Yes, I have mentors. Who was the first person that did that? That was just like, okay, I see what you're doing. Let me cultivate it a little bit for you. My mama. Really? My mama. Hell yeah. Uh, she was a banker. So she always been trying to tell me how to uh, pay attention to your money, how to invest, how to use certain things that are in banking world to your benefit for your life. Uh, when I was young, she put me hit to selling things. I was selling candy and, and CDs when I was in school for extra money. You know what I'm saying? She she was my plug. My first job came because my mama made a phone call. You get what I'm saying? So I, I would say she was the first cultivator of this business intellect that I have. She seen, she seen a good strand and she said, you know what, let me cultivate this. There you go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she put the work in. She put the work in. And, you know, I even go further than that. My grandparents, I had uh, a lot of uh, blessing to know my grandmother till she was 90 years old. Uh, so she's seen a lot. I have a grandmother right now who is living, who is 90 years old. So I still get game from my elders. You know, my father, he's still here. He. He's a successful black man in my eyes. Motherfucker did uh, 40 years, one job, and was able to retire and continue to live life. You know, so shit like that. You know, hard work pays off. Consistency pays off. You just got to figure out your niche and you got to work with it. Weed and music is mine. Nigga, 40 years? Oh. 40 years. 40 years. When you was back in that day, you started young. You just didn't stop. Nigga, yeah. My stepfather put it almost like 35, 40 at the steel plant. Shit. I'm I'm 34, and I have 20 years of work experience on paper with the U.S. <laughs> government. You get what I'm saying? Nigga, I'm, I'm 51, I'm, and I got what, 34, something like that. You you get what I'm saying? You, yeah. you start. Like, it's... It, I know dogs, my homies have been hustling since they was 10, 11. It's something different in Detroit, though. It is something that, this is Mecca. I don't know if I should let everybody know, but this is the holy land. This is where creation starts. Everywhere you go in the world, I guarantee you, it's some association to Detroit. And, and you know what yeah. I tell people is that for Detroit, for black people in Detroit, it's unlike any other city in this country. Can't At least find another place. Especially it's beautiful when I was places with black people across the world, but there's no place like Detroit. No, no. And especially in this country, there's no major city that had 90% plus black people. Yeah, you know. Well, huh? I also understand the project that Detroit was, though. You got to think about what our spirit is standing on. Mm -hmm. After um, World War II, you feel me? They needed somebody to come to work. Right? Yep. I mean, call down there and get them niggas from down south. Let them know they can come get somebody. Right, we don't give a fuck what they talking about. We need somebody that's going to work and we're going to pay them. We're going to pay them good. Because through the 50s and the 60s, they got paid good. Yes, if, you made, if you made the trip, 
It's no different than what Tesla, Apple, Google, Amazon is doing today. Ford, GM, you feel me? Put the bat signal out there. <laughs> and we got Niggas the came up, brought the family. Came up, um, came real quick and kept going. Went west with Motown. You feel me? You got you got the migration of the fifties and the sixties of black people coming to work for the plants, and then you got this at the exact same time you have Motown. Man, crazy. at the exact same time. So while the riots and the tensions were brewing, and it, and that I mean that's why they hated us. White boys was mad, motherfucker. Them boys hey. look good. Everybody looking at him was nice. They, they looking good. And they had nice they houses. Said. Man, they doing what they said we couldn't do. We was doing it. We was getting to it. Oh yeah, we gotta burn this bitch down. Let it go. Fuck that. Man. Hey man, mm-hmm. just listening to my mom. I just listen to my mom's like like my version, like like I said, I'm 51. So my, my era of downtown was lit. Yeah, way different. You you remember the black version of what it is going to be in a few years. Nigga, I remember going to Hart Plaza I was, I was no when it wasn't no Riverwalk shit. The Hudson Building was being torn down. Oh, nigga, I remember the Hudson Building like just like just being there. You know, I, I ask stories though because it's like, wait a minute, I drive like my my mama graduated from Northwestern, right? And I mm-hmm. I grew up going to church and family in Zone Eight, so that's like Linwood, Ferry Park. West Grand Boulevard. So I've right. always drove past Motown. Like I've seen Motown too many times before they started coming back with the tour. I remember Motown down there being the band though, just being there. It's just Nigga. Motown. Nigga. It's just Motown. It's <laughs> horrible. But I love what it is today. It's different. You know what I'm saying? That's how you know the cycle of life. Staying Nigga. consistent. Timing. Things will change. Uh, I remember when in. they built the people mover, nigga. I, I, yeah, man, that's that's all different. And they shoot, was it Davidson? What what freeway did they make in the nineties? No, I wasn't Davidson. That shit, I I don't remember Davidson not being there. Something I, they had tore down a bunch of houses. Oh, 75? oh, oh! No, it was six ninety six. Six ninety six that they did. Yeah, in the nineties. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty okay. sure it was. Yeah. Cause they was they was I forget what they were trying to connect the suburbs on that oh, side. Oh, but it was it was something in the city too though that they like cleared out a lot more houses. I know they got rid of the Brewsters for what they doing downtown and shit like that over there by the hospital. But I'm not. It might you you know what it might be some aspects of like they didn't cleaned up the Davidson. Yeah, it, it looks nice now. You yeah, know? That's, that shit was and like that's a band. What I love about my city. We we we've been reborn. I was a lot. I'm sick. I don't even want to get on this conversation. I was old enough to buy downtown. No, to buy downtown. Just buy this bitch. Buy anything. You see this building right here? They don't want shit for it right now because all they got is piss, rats, and motherfuckers just laying in here. They selling this shit. You want it? Hell no, I don't want that shit. Yeah. Look what they did. Look what they they did. They sold it all to Illich. And Illich, I was older than before Illich bought it when it was still fucked up. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like I don't, I remember before the uh, the the ice rink and all of that shit down. Like, like when when all it was was uh uh the Mad Hatter and uh, yeah, uh Mad Hatter was down there. And what's the uh shoe store? Oh, 
fuck the name of the shoe store. But you know the one I'm talking about. City like, Slicker. City Slicker. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty much, you know, like, like that was it. Like, I went to Cast Tech my first, like, my, my ninth grade year. And nigga, it wasn't nothing but homeless niggas. Yeah, the Cast Corridor. Oh, it's horrible. Horrible. I didn't want to see nobody. And no, bro, I don't have nothing. You stink. Get away from me. Shit's changed a lot, you know. But that, that it is what it is, you know. Like life gets better, man. Shit changes. You know what I'm saying? So, what do you plan when they look back and they say mm-hmm. Willie J. Peso did this in fifty, a hundred, two hundred years? I bridge the gap amongst communities. Uh, I love all walks of life. I want people to know that I stood on good business practices. And as a black man, I've achieved things that were once impossible for a black man to do. Mm, okay. Who 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 are you bringing behind you? Like who, who you've been mentored. Uh-huh. Who's your mentee? Mm. At the moment, I would just say it's family, just my family in general, uh, people that's mm-hmm. working with me on my my team. Uh, as I go, they're watching me because I'm first generation with this. I didn't have a, uh, a uncle, a, a mother, a father that was in the music industry uh, or a, a business owner. They all worked for businesses. So me as an entrepreneur, I'm a first generation entrepreneur. So I got my daughters, I got my godsons, my nephews, my little cousins, my older cousins. I got a lot of people that I'm mentoring and being an entrepreneur. Mm. Yo, did you see the thing about uh, Jay Z not giving his cousin forty eight hundred dollars? Man, man, it's a recession. It's, it's not a recession for a billionaire, bro. Why? Why not? How do you think it, they keep the billions? No, actually, this is how they triple their billions in the recession. Buy that shit. Buy that shit. If it's bread, spend the bread. I'm just saying, like the like, and, and somebody did the math, man. That was literally like that nigga giving, like me giving you a dime, ten I cents. Get I get it, but you also gotta understand that we don't know the dynamic of their relationship or who that cousin is. That's our problem as black people right there, bro. We worried about the dynamic of their relationship. What you're not going to hear in the Jewish community is that same statement. You're not going to hear that in the Asian community. They can hate a nigga, but you part of the collective. I don't know. I don't know. I got to go hang out with some of them. I ain't in their community, so I can't say that. But if you got a fuck boy, a fuck boy going to get fucked over. Yeah, but right. that the fuck boy is the weakest link. You got to make sure. Yeah, the are weakest... they really helping their weakest link? Because we see them yes. with us. You ever you ever seen a homeless Jewish person? I mean, no. That, that's a, that's a hard statement to say. I don't know. I can't never. I never. And I've talked to homeless people. I haven't talked to every homeless per- person I've come across, but I've never come across a homeless Jewish person, and I've never come across a homeless Asian person. And I've never come across a homeless African person. Ah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Not saying that they don't exist. I'm just telling you, this old fat nigga never seen one. 
I, and I can understand that here in Detroit, I'm gonna tell you one thing: you might not see a lot of that what you just said. But <laughs> I'm not gonna say that they don't exist. But generally speaking, and and and, I, and whoever sees this show, if you know of a homeless Jewish person or Asian person or African person, let me know. Correct me, because. They look at it as our collective. And I I know uh, uh, some African folks and how they get down as far as the collective goes. They pull their shit together. Especially the, the successful ones. And they pull up the lowest of, of their collective. Because the dirty niggas make y'all all look bad. You may not be the smartest dirty nigga. You may not be the fastest dirty nigga, but you a dirty nigga. And you're not about to make us all look bad. We're going to polish you up a little bit. You're not going to be on all our levels, but we're not going to let you be the dirty nigga. I just, I really would like to know who Cuz is before I get to, you know, ripping on Jay-Z about not giving out $4,800. Yeah, man, I'm going to rip that nigga, man. Fuck him. Two, two and a half billion dollars, bro. I show I show up at the family whatever, and anybody asks me for five bands, and I got two and a half. Matter of fact, if I show up, y'all not asking me for five so, bands because I passed but, it out already. Right. So how we know that ain't already the case? Because that nigga would have said that. Look, one thing I do know about media, and hey, a lot of cap in the rap. That's true. A lot of cap in the rap. And, you know, a story got to be put out there to gain some attention. You don't got to put the truth out there. You just got to put a story out there. Okay. And I would get that if it was like some, like, new generation rich rap nigga. He is a new generation. I mean, he ain't had them billions for 10 years yet. Oh, yeah. He been a billionaire for a decade. He been a billionaire for a decade now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, since, collectively. since 2013, he was a billionaire. No, he wasn't. He was dropping the Black Album, not the uh, Blueprint 3. Nah, look, look, he was not sure. a goddamn billionaire during Blueprint 3. You know what? We, we about to uh, Google it now. Jay-Z hey, becomes Jay billionaire. Oh, so they just talking about... Uh, oh, this was two... No, 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 no. By Forbes in 2019. I think Jay became a billionaire maybe 17. No, no it, was two, it, it was 2019. Well, he became a billionaire. Oh, yeah. man, look. We five years in. He ain't like shit. As fast as you get it, bro, you know you can lose it. You can't name, name, name me one billionaire that went broke. You know the odds of that happening? <laughs> I only know a few. I don't know too many billionaires to know who it went broke or not. If I did. I, I, I'm not saying it never happened. I'm just saying the odds. I got a better chance of dunking on Shaq. Than going broke as a billionaire? Yes. You get that cousin who, who likes to play with his nose, that money. I'm pretty sure you can. Bruh, I died playing with my nose before I go broke. <laughs> Shit. I think you... You, I, I don't know if you could smoke up a hundred million dollars. I guarantee you, somebody in the eighties and nineties that will prove you wrong. 
From the hey, 80s or the 90s. That's a lot of money to smoke up, bro. Hey, man. <laughs> I don't uh, You might what, be hey, right. But... What did Rick James say? <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> but even that nigga didn't smoke up $100 million. Not lead to, 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 you know. All right, let me ask you this. Let me get off that. You could go back in time and any and any to get any musician, any artist to 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 a smoke with and b do a song with. I'm going to do. I'm going to get Howard Bob Marley. I'm going to do a song with Marvin Gaye. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I would absolutely like. I haven't smoked that. Hope that Bob would just start singing and we record it while we get high. But I think that nigga would. Well, I know Bob Marley would smoke me under the table. Although he's smoking joints. That's all we smoke. The only thing we smoke. Really? Is that a joint though? Is that technically a joint? This is absolutely only paper with a filter. All right. And paper. That's 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 the uh, that's the preferred smoking tool nowadays. Yeah, I don't do no tobacco, no tobacco, no leaf, uh, no blunts, no swishers. It's only papers. I prefer hemp papers, but a rice paper it does my body well as well. Okay, when you look at the weed, what's a no? Nah, I'm not smoking that. Um, uh, color. Um. Uh, if it's if, if if it's not bright and it doesn't look like life, um, I'm gonna be like, yeah, you've had this for a little minute. If it's too hard and it doesn't look like it can breathe, it's gonna look like you put something extra in this. Uh, that's for the look, but my nose mm-hmm. the, the, will know if it has the right cannabinoids that I prefer in my body. Uh, my body will react to some dope, danky ass weed. I, my eyes, under my eyes, will swell up. I'll start almost like I'm allergic to it. That's when I know the shit is super strong. Like I, I'm gonna feel that shit, and then you know, can't be too dry. Can't be too dry. It's about life. Like you should put living things in your body. Hmm. I never heard it that way, yo. And I'm not sure who Berber Eight Ten is, but shout out to them. They, they fucks with you, Shout heavy. out to Flint. Shout out to Flint. Flint is the family. Shout out to my people over there. Uh, they have a whole, whole uh, cultivation company. Uh, greener Grow Farms. I want to make sure I say that right. So, Barbara, if you in here, please tag my brothers. They grow some good weed. I'm going to tell you that. They grow some good weed. That's my family out there, and they're always supporting. Yeah, that's what's up. That's love. Um, if people want to get in touch with you, they want to record with you, they want to, you know, fuck with Reach the out shit. via uh, Instagram. I check my DM. If you don't look like a fake page or you're not asking me no wild police ass shit in my DMs, <laughs> I respond. Uh, <laughs> what's the dumbest question you done got to Man, do? I don't want to go into that. It's a whole bunch of dumb shit. Really? That bad? They make fake pages about me to scam people that like to buy weed. 
they'll DM them and say, I'll send you some weed, you send me some money. <laughs> Using my picture. Are you? Wow. Yeah, 100%. It happens. I mean, that's a compliment to you because I've never had a fake page. So apparently, I ain't doing nothing. I ain't doing nothing. I have some type of popularity in the cannabis community, but I hate that y'all are hurting my people with my influence. And of course, they don't want to give me a blue check because I'm promoting a non-legal substance. Okay, not legal. It, it is legal. It's not not yeah. legal federally. There you go. I got you. Man, the world, I, Craig. The world. No. I didn't think I was going to live like I, I literally just went to a weed store one time a few years ago just to hey, buy a bag because I didn't think it was going to ever happen in my lifetime. My president was a black man, so anything is possible. I didn't think that was going to happen either. Like, I think I sat up and cried when that nigga got elected, and I wasn't even a fan too, of that nigga. And that, I mean, that's, that's understood as well, man, but still, for a little good moment in my belief. Absolutely. You got, to, you got to see something that is possible. So I'm all about numbers. It happened again. We got a long way to go. Oh, this will not stop tomorrow. It might pause, but this shit don't stop. Uh, I, I think that in the next 10 years, we'll have a history. I ain't saying it was going to be no, no tight time soon, but for sure, we're going to see Brown. I believe we're going to see Brown for sure in 10 years. Yeah, when we see brown, we're not going to see any other color after that. You are damn law, man. We're going to get all them rainbow colors. Everybody is going to become president. It's Jeez. America. It's all. It's America. Everybody is going to have an opportunity. It's a numbers game, it. bro. It's capitalist. They go, somebody else can buy it. I just hope because <laughs> we on the internet, and I don't want to get into that motherfucker think I'm a conspiracy theory, but everybody's going to get a chance at the seat. Oh, shit, man. We all conspiracy theorists at this point. Because we don't know. We just guessing. Yeah, These you know. Just, niggas told me my phone was going to blow up and I was going to turn into a fucking... Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. We don't A know. cannibal because <laughs> of the uh, that test shit yesterday. Oh, man. Oh, oh you man. heard that shit too? Yeah, man. Niggas was like, oh, man. Well, if you well, first off, they was like, if you got the shot, you're going to turn into a... a, a, a the apocalypse, a zombie. A zombie. No, I ain't seen real. I ain't seen real zombies. They, they see, exist. Yeah. Really, nigga, where you seen a zombie at, bro? Seattle and Portland. Like you, you just talking about somebody on dope, or you talking about like a? a For sure. But them is real life zombies. Them okay, touche. You touché. tent cities. It's some real life things that you ain't never seen in them tent cities out there. Just beware and pray for them. Huh, you're right. I've 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 never been to a ten city, so I I can't even comment on that one. Yeah. Although I, I interview, I don't know if you heard of Eloise Asylum. Yeah, yeah, I did a show with my dumb ass outside of the Eloise Asylum, not inside, outside. I interviewed the owner okay. earlier today. Okay. Yo, that shit's haunted for real. I believe it. God bless everybody that came to my show. Yo, that nigga was talking about how he was walking through there. Oh, man. Here you go. Whoo, nigga. <laughs> I was like, God I would have never went back. God is good, man. God is good. We had a good time at the Motor City Roots Festival. You know. Yeah, that's all I know. That's Shout out I know. to Jeezy. 
Shout out to Jeezy. Shout out to everybody. Who else was there? Was it Babyface Ray? Babyface Ray, myself, uh, AB, Young LB. Uh, who else was on the bill? Uh, Mataja. Uh, who else put for? Uh, it was so many, bro. It was so many people on that on that line. Uh, GT popped out. I know uh, Louis Ray. Uh, YNJ, you know, there was some of the other big names. We had Lana McDonough, she was there. Who else? It was a lot, uh, a lot of people, bro. A yeah, lot of people say, came out. Do it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is the third year. So, this is my second year performing. We did oh, the okay. first year at the uh, Russell. This is the second year. They're gonna do more actual like concert events out there. Oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah. I probably. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. Man, hit me if you you know you need me. But yeah, I, I told him I'm not coming. I'm not coming. To I don't play with shit, the kids too much. It, I, I mean, yeah, I'm not fucking the, with the whole bro. place is haunted, uh, or it just it has a vibe. You can feel the vibe on the premise. Think it. I think it was like uh, he told the the uh, he was talking to the spirits. So the, the, he was like, if you hear. Turn off my flashlight, and that nigga flashlight went off. Damn. Let's see. God bless all the people that came to the show. We had a yeah. good time. <laughs> you better than me, because I'd have left immediately and never to return. Yeah. <laughs> no. So good God bless them. It's spirits, it's spirits everywhere, bro. Let's just be let's keep it a big. You know what I'm saying? As much shit as go on in Detroit, you think these spirits ain't still around? Yeah, but most of the stuff is spread out. It's a nigga that got killed down the street in Seven Mile. What do you right. mean? Hey, nigga. Like, you got to think. Like the, the, you I get what you're up, saying because that was, that was the that was the place of of where a lot of people kind of like right there. I got you. Nigga, I they got had 10,000 people locked hey. up in that bitch. Yeah. Yeah, it's a yes. fucked up situation, man. Yes. You know, and you got to think about a hundred years ago. You know, we just also need more mental health awareness today. So we don't got to make a building like that. And how those type of things go on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, shout out to everybody that's just dealing with some mental health issues. Absolutely. Um, yeah, man. We definitely need to, to, to really, really, really highlight what's, what's going on with, with, with man. Because, whoo, boy. Anyway, that's a whole other topic, whole other conversation, man. Yo, this has been a dope-ass conversation, bro. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you, nigga, for for tapping in, man. Definitely appreciate it, man. I'm not going to, definitely not going to forget this one, bro. (laughs) Hey, yo, I I don't know if there's anything I can do for you, but if there is, bro, uh, make, make sure to just let me know, man. I got you. Can you hear me, bro? My shit got the tripping. Oh yeah, somebody must have called you. Yeah, I, I was trying to stop it, and it just came yeah, it, yeah, it, it happens, bro. Yo, I was just saying, man, if you need anything, man, don't hesitate to let me know, and I got you. We're definitely gonna continue to build, brother. Yo, and I'm uh I'm gonna inbox you my math too uh when we get off, man, so I, we can tap in this weekend. Absolutely, no doubt, man. If you need anything while you're here, let me know. Blessings. You know, no doubt, man. I'm in, I'm in Cleveland. You know, I need all the blessings. I love Cleveland. Though. Yeah, I'll be here, bro. A lot of love, man. A lot of love. Cleveland, Cleveland all right, man. 
It's okay. Yeah, it's good. Good people. <laughs> On that note, man, we out. Yeah. Willie J. Right, Peso man. in the building. Salute. Peace. Yo, y'all already know, man. This is Jobs. This has been another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. Come on, bro. It's redundant. It's redundant at this point, man. Legends only. Willie J. Peso is absolutely no exception. On that note, we out. Peace.